0: Welcome to this amazing, mind-blowing podcast. A couple of weeks ago, a friend of the station, Matt Galloway, a talented artist, what an amazing human being, caught up with Phoebe Bridges to talk all things Punisher, her latest record, which was release, released, released, released on the 18th of June, um, to critical acclaim. Even went number 10 in the New Zealand album charts, which is pretty good for... Um, Wow, well, you know, talented artist, but pretty good for an indie record. Anyway, so here is Matt Galloway with Phoebe Bridges. You're on the one ninety-one 91FM.
1: How are you and how is life in whatever state of quarantine you're currently experiencing?
2: Yeah, it's interesting. What, around like month four or something? Like, I don't know. I, um, I mean, the closest thing to letting up on quarantine is going to protests, which feels important um i'm also by myself so you know who cares um about yeah i've I've been very conscientious thus far in quarantine um it's lonely you know but everybody is going through the exact same thing so there's something kind of inherently communal about it uh but yeah it's weird it's weird time
1: yeah i think there's something strange about it being communal also on like a global scale where um, yeah. You don't have to kind of ask ask people like what's happening kind of in your neck oh. of the woods because we're literally all in the same boat. Yeah, um,
2: it's like you can't run from it anywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and I guess it's been quite strange to be going through the process of releasing an album and uh, doing the promotional. Um, you know, activities involved with that in a really different way to what you would have otherwise um, has, has that been uh, has there been anything about that that's actually been interesting or um, kind of fun or has it just been kind of a drag
2: I mean it's I hate how on my phone I am but I will say like sleeping in my own bed I think I would be complaining so much about tour right now if I was on it so I guess I like I'm, I'm I'm having a growing appreciation for tour that I miss but um when I was like so sick of it last year um but also I'm like learning how to engineer myself a little bit more being a little bit more self-sustaining I am a huge princess I have like everybody take care of my stuff for me constantly so this has been a learning curve and maybe kind of great for my adulthood where I I have to do everything myself so I have to set up a microphone I have to Um, yeah make sure everything sounds cool and I did like a live stream tour for my house and that was uh, definitely a learning curve
1: as far as like engineering myself yeah yeah well that I mean that was interesting we um so my family and I my partner and our two kids were like um nine and and eight uh like they're big fans of you as well and so we (laughs) we like turned into um your Instagram live one of your shows like on a Saturday morning in New Zealand, and it was like we had breakfast and coffee, like sitting in bed watching you. <coughs> and it was and it was it was great, but it was also weird because, um, you know, usually we feel so distant from everything. And again, you know, with this tiny island, so we are distant from everything. But during uh, this quarantine period, things like being able to have kind of equal access to artists like yourself and be able to tune in literally with everyone else. Um, people in New York and LA and places where usually, you know, everything is happening. It's like we had the same access, which was strange.
2: Right. Yeah, totally. I mean, I'm jealous of you guys because it seems like you've handled it pretty, pretty well as opposed to, yeah, I don't know. It's, we're really getting punished for our government over here right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think um, again, we kind of had an advantage maybe of being an island, so being able to shut our borders easily, more easily and also maybe seeing what was happening overseas and, and getting ahead of it a little bit. Right. Um, okay. But definitely, yeah, you have to feel grateful for good governance. Um, it's yeah, good governance. I can only
2: imagine.
1: It's lucky enough to have it.
2: <laughs> um,
1: so um, in terms of Punisher, it's been three years since Stranger in the Alps. Um your debut where um, I guess since then you've done a lot of kind of collaborative projects, but this is your first solo project since then. And I was wondering in what ways you see this album as a continuation of Stranger in the Alps and in what ways do you see it as a departure?
2: Well, I think it's a continuation because it reminds me of my favorite songs on that record. Like it was, it's this, here's the way it's different and similar, which is some of my first record was written when I was a teenager but my favorite songs were written when I was an adult I think I was kind of afraid of songwriting like this I get the feeling every time I finish a song that's like well that was it you're never gonna write one again um and I think this record is kind of proving to myself that that's not true and uh also yeah every new song was my new favorite um which I think is a valuable <laughs> lesson also just productive production wise it was a departure but only slightly like it's just kind of um, more of the same of the first record but literally more of the same like more drums um, more experimenting but I still sound like myself uh, which is great like I'm just tapping into a certain sound like I don't really picture doing anything super wild um, because I'm just getting used to playing this type of music basically
1: yeah, and you had a, more of a hand in the production of it, of this album as well, right? Right. And did that allow you to maybe explore some of that, um, I guess, moreness of, the, of, of, of those kind of elements um, and, and have more? Was that because you, I guess you had more of an idea of what you were looking for um, this time?
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah, I didn't. I came into the first record kind of thinking I was a folk artist. Um, I was pretty sure I was going to make a record on four track, uh, and then Tony Berg, who produced the first one, um, and then co-produced it with me and Ethan Gruska. For this one, he was like, "Absolutely, you're not making a four-track record." It um, kind of showed me the positives of production. I think I, when I was a teenager, I got put in a lot of rooms with other teenagers who were using auto tune or, you know, sampling drum sets. Uh, which is cool, but it was not cool in this context or, and it doesn't fit my music. So, so I did, so I was kind of afraid of production and was positive. I didn't want anybody to produce. I wanted to produce myself and I wanted to be really stripped back. Now I kind of feel the opposite. I'm, I love producing. Um, I produced a record for my friend Christian Lee Hudson that I didn't even play on. Um, I'm just kind of finding the joy in that.
1: Yeah, I want to come back to that album a little later because I've been really enjoying it as well. Uh, Christian. Oh, cool. Um, uh, I, I was kind of struck, like, in, from the production point of view, with this record, the first, you know, the songs you released pre the album um, were, I, I kind of, I don't know, like, they're, they're quite heavy, like, they've got a heavy kind of produ- production kind of, um, like, I guess, bent to them, and uh, like a maybe louder song, and then. Yeah. Um, like the the ones you've you know that since I've been able to listen to the album a lot of them are a lot of the other ones are quieter, and so what struck me was there was more of a kind of difference between uh, you know like a louder type of song and then a quieter type of song as opposed to maybe the first album
2: right, totally. I think I just decided to have more range um hmm. and you know I think the through line to me i don't I don't really. Care, or not it's like I don't care how a song is recorded, but I think thinking about how I should record a song is fun for me, but trying to write a good song is stressful. Um, I take way more stock in the fact that, you know, you could pull one of my lyrics and read it out loud and it wouldn't be cringy. Um, I try not to have, like, placeholder lyrics, and I think that's way more important than the way a song is recorded, so the so the recording process is just really fun and I think we had more fun with it this time like some of the songs were recorded three different ways and we just picked away uh, like deleting things is is the most fun to me like failing at that <laughs> thing trying to make a metal song and then it turns out to not sound metal at all but it sounds cool in other ways that's like that's what I love so much about recording music
1: yeah cool um So many of the songs on this album, I kind of feel like anyway, are are themed around, like, uh, I don't know, like finding an escape or searching for a sense of home or some kind of quiet at least. Um, And so in the process of writing for the album, was it hard to get to that place of perspective and maybe kind of introspective place while also processing all the experiences you've had since your debut album with the success of that album and the touring and the collaboration?
2: You know, I think I am a very self-centered person. (laughs) I think that even when I'm talking about the world's problems or other people's experiences, I'm thinking about them through my eyes. So, you know, and also I think the solitary nature of my music has to do with the fact that I always write totally by myself and it's kind of an embarrassing process where I write like two words, stare at my phone for a couple hours, and then write another two words and I weirdly kind of need that I mean I could use some less time like less time on my phone but I hate when people watch me make stuff because it's really slow um mm-hmm. so I think just the my music tends to be kind of a more introspective quieter side of my personality than I don't know like my astrology is uh a is, am uh, a Leo sun and a Pisces rising and a Capricorn moon so um yeah I don't know I think I'm, I'm a Leo fronting, I'm kind of up there on stage and, and touring and I'm pretty loud, <laughs> I'm a loud person and then my my moon sign, you know, which is who I am to people is kind of an emotional private person uh, and maybe that's just my music.
1: Mm, mm. So it's almost like the music is, is, is you're kind of like speaking about the need for escape or um, whatever. Right. And, and it's almost like the music and the, the act of writing the music is also providing that escape yes for sure um so with when garden song came out um one of my first like thoughts listening to it was um the lyrics about the reoccurring dream um mm-hmm. and like so in doing so you're kind of placing that song in quite a long tradition of your songs referencing dreams um <laughs> And I was just wondering, like, what are dreams to you? Uh, Obviously they're kind of important, but are you someone who like, you know, assesses over interpreting dreams? Do you have recurring dreams all the time? Or is it more like, this is, dreams are just good material to use in writing?
2: I think they're just good material. Like I don't, I'm not typically a poet. I don't think of myself that way. So I have to kind of say things that are extremely literal and pretend like it's poetry. And so dreams are I mean I think the number one example of that of something you can literally just say what happened, and it sounds super poetic because it's so they're so weird
1: yeah yeah, nice, yeah, I don't know I' kind of I've only just like the last couple of years I've started having heaps of recurring dreams, and <laughs> um it's quite a weird experience because I think it's one thing to have a a weird dream, but it's another thing for that dream to. Keep visiting you. <laughs>
2: um, yes, definitely.
1: Maybe. So sorry to interrupt. We only have a couple minutes left, so we need to begin to wrap up. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Um, so, uh, okay, I've got a couple of things um, I wanted to touch on. Um, just in terms of like the collaborative project you've done since, uh, you know, in between these two albums, um, how have these Collaborative project? How to fortify a community of practitioners around you, and has that community been able to operate and help in the current state of world global pandemic?
2: <laughs> Definitely, I think I've become close to a lot of my friends who live long distance. I think that there's just this weird understanding, especially like boy genius. There's this weird understanding, like, oh, I'm not going to hit this person up because and ask them if they're okay because I'm sure they're overwhelmed, and if they want to talk to me, they'll talk to me. And I think it's kind of created this culture of like, hey dude, are you okay? Or, hey, you didn't respond to my last text, but just checking in again. And those people are the people that will, I think, stick around forever. So um, yeah, I don't know. It feels, I'm very comfortable in my, in my little corner of the world.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and you talked uh, before about writing being a solitary kind of process for you or, or writing songs. Um, but obviously you've also done these collaborative projects so, um, in that case, you're writing songs together, uh, and, and how is, I guess it's just a, quite a different experience for you, working in those two different ways?
2: Not really. I mean, yes, in one way, but also I have a bunch of co-writers on this album, but I typically write the first idea for the song, and then I need an editor or two to help me. Um, that's how I write my own music, but then, um, kind of like just people I trust creatively to help me, to help guide me in the direction I want. But with my band, yeah, we sit down in the same room and have ideas in front of each other, which is very hard for me to get used to, but, um, very fun too.
1: Cool. Cool. Um, so, um, we're going to wrap it up. Um, I'm just, I've got like some, as I said, my, my daughter is like a big fan of yours. She's like nine years old. She oh, cool. uh, sings a lot of your songs uh, on the guitar. Uh, and um, she wrote some questions that I thought could just be like quick fire.
2: <gasps> oh my gosh, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so firstly, when did you start your musical career?
2: Ooh, I mean, I started my music, I wouldn't call it a career until like, what, five years ago or so, and, I, and I'm 25. So,
1: um, so yeah. But but I started playing music when I was like very little, and guitar when I was like eleven. Yeah. Sweet. There's there's one. Yeah. So you did you write songs as a kid? Yes. 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 Definitely um, wrote songs as a
2: kid.
1: There's, okay. There's some that are quite open ended, like why do you like music? Um, <laughs> so maybe I'll 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 skip that one. Um, no, I like that what, one okay why I like,
2: do you like music I like music because like it's very unpretentious to me like it's just something that I like whereas sometimes I see a movie or I see a piece of art that I'm like oh, I should pretend to like this because other people like this and music feels very um, I don't know there's no ego in it I just like it I mean, You know, and you know when you don't like it uh, I yeah. think I love that about it
1: Yeah. Nice. okay last question What's your second favorite thing to do other than singing and songwriting?
2: Mm, this is always a hard question to answer because it's probably playing music, but, uh, or not playing music, but listening to music. But um, I love roller skating. So. Nice.
1: <laughs> Very cool. Um, thanks so much for your time. and uh, all
2: Yeah, the best. thank you. Yeah, thanks. Say hi cool. to your daughter for me.
0: Will
1: do. All
2: right, bye. Okay. Bye.
0: All right, that was Matt Galloway, friend of the station with Phoebe Bridges, talking about the album Punisher and all those other little bits and pieces he got out of her great interview. It is now 11 minutes to nine. Here is Phoebe Bridges with Garden Song off the album Punisher. Go get it now on all good streaming sites or purchase it, probably from Relics. You're on The One, 91FM. our content lives online at
1: r1.co.nz